hello, and thank you for listening to our D&D podcast. Very excited to continue our second season content with our interviews, and today I am very happy to be able to interview the one and only Justin, player of Grawl, and um, he actually was the one that kind of got me started to doing uh, D&D again in, um, in the Edmonton area, so... Thanks so much for taking time out of your day, Justin, to come and talk. We're just going to quickly go through some questions so uh, the other players who might not know you kind of get a history of what uh, your history with D&D. I feel like I've influenced a fair number of them at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so first of all, um, how did you first get introduced to tabletop role-playing games and D&D in particular? I'm going to have to... Slightly lie to you, I do not remember. That was 20 years ago. That's fair. I was 12 at the time. Oh, uh, and that's when you get started with D&D? &D, D &D? Yeah, I started with 3rd uh, edition before it even became 3.5. Okay. Now, I completely butchered the rules back then. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and it was... What even caused my desire to... Play, I don't even remember anymore. Um, but it was just like I took the fertile ground that was the D and D setting, and just kind of packed some of my imaginative ideas into it, and I DM'd a game for a bunch of twelve-year-olds. Well, I mean that—that's by twelve-year-olds. I was gonna say that sounds pretty awesome. Um. Of course, it just ended in like a bunch of goblins getting brutally slaughtered, but that's just, you know. <laughs> I think that's the fun. way. I think that's the way most of our first games ever went. Is just goblins get destroyed. Yeah, that was entirely it. So, um, what is your experience and opinion with D and D five E in particular? My experience with five E basically rounds out with the this campaign and the campaign I played with you previously. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say 5e is by far the most new player friendly version of the game. Um, it's streamlined a lot of things that especially in like the 3.5 era works <laughs> were not very friendly. Um, 3.5 you could build monstrous characters of any sort um the options were endless the amount of content available was as endless as endless however it made it made for very very powerful characters if you knew what you were doing and what to pick and choose okay so it was definitely uh, better for people that prefer to like to min max yeah, if you were a min-maxer, 3.5 was the addition for you. And in kind of compressing everyone down into kind of more standardized packages, um, one, 5e achieved something I didn't think was possible. It actually made fighters and spellcasters kind of even in terms of power levels. Because um, back in 3.5, the spellcasters were utterly disgustingly powerful yeah they, they, make... they saw exponential growth like an exponential growth like no other class really um i don't know if anyone listening to this will remember what a divine metamagic cleric is but if i've played one 
Oh my god. <laughs> All the power it, it, was yours. Yeah, like, you got to a certain point and now you have all of the benefits of a fighter in terms of like weapon um or sorry attack bonus yep um but you were just buffed by spells uh you got like righteous might divine might these things turned like increased your size your armor class your strength mod and like strength back then you could go all the way up to 30 without even blinking too hard oh okay um and like I remember a barbarian build where he, like, while raging, had, like, 36 strength. It was disgusting. Holy crap. He literally wrestled a dragon. <laughs> so, the but the, the probably the give and take of that was your martial classes, your fighters, barbarians, things like that, were in the early levels were probably more much more powerful. And able to yeah. survive. The fact that if you could get a wizard to that level meant that, yes, you're going to get all the toys because you didn't die along the way. Then wizards had D4 hit die. And, um... <laughs> you got sneezed at by a goblin. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm taking a long yeah. rest. Uh, I remember we had one, one guy played a wizard. He was like fourth level and he had, I think, 15 hit points. <laughs> Oh damn! <laughs> he rolled three. He rolled three ones on the D four. I'm like, well, it's a D four. I'm sorry, man. Like, <laughs> like you've got a twenty five percent chance. There's nothing better you're gonna get from this. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, he started at I think five and went. Didn't get up very fast. Very, very high. Very fast. Fair. So now, out yes. of out of all of the like games that you've played, I'm sure you've you've probably played other um, like TTRPGs. What's yep. your favorite race that you've ever come across or played yourself? And what's your favorite class that you've either seen, played, or heard of? Oh, man. Literally, my favorite race tends to be whatever one I'm playing that day. Um, I don't... The, the races don't sing to me. It, I Personally, when I'm building characters, I... I develop a personality for them first. Okay. And then kind of fill in like, okay, what is the background I need to make this cohesive? Gotcha. Um, and like the backstory, the class, like I take, those are all kind of add ons to what kind of personality do I want to play? Got you. Um, as you've probably witnessed with Grawl. Like, I I picked a personality first and then built around it. Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. Um, and as far as favorite class goes, oh, man. That divine metamagic uh, sounds no, pretty powerful. It was disgusting. Well, the fact that you could have... Because you could... There was a meta magic called persistent meta magic, which allowed you to, if you cast a spell that had a time stamp on it, yep. And concentration didn't exist back then, so you could layer buffs on top of buffs on top of buffs. Oh, okay. Um, so you could literally cast two spells. You sacked all of your turn undeads available for the day, and you could turn them into twenty-four hour buffs. I shit you not, I could do it twice per day. Jeez Louise, that's nuts. So you, you had a 
cleric that had fifth and fourth level spells that lasted 24 hours. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, but that said, so it kind of brought me into as much as I always loved the concept of playing the wizard and doing all those things, I ended up filling the role of the cleric more often. Um, Applying the buffs and debuffs? Yeah, and the reason for that is playing a good cleric is just effing hard. And kind of recognizing that it's probably one of the least new player friendly classes I kind of took it upon myself to play it. Okay. More and more, and it it allows roleplay to be very easy because um, it kind of comes with built-in motivations. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably something a lot of other players struggle with, I find. Um, it's one of the things that I've kind of, I think, influenced some of the other people I would play with, particularly my brother-in-law, was, okay, I have this character, it has goals it has motivations it's not just i hit things yeah that's and right it, it so well it, it depends on what the the group is really looking for right if you're if you and i'm sure there still exists like dropping groups that are literally just a dungeon crawl with yeah, little to I, no rp right and like <clears throat> if that's what you want to play that's fine but if you want to rp a bit if you want to actually play a character that has personality Clerics are actually relatively easy to take up in that regard because they're heavily religious. So you just you can take that and that that's your base kit. Now their spellcasting and combat utilization is extremely hard, um, but that also I'm, I'm going to say like the RPing thing came last for me. That's fair. Um, I don't expect like anyone. I'll say it's pretty hard to RP well. Yeah, um, it it's definitely has less of a, a less of a game feel, right? Because ultimately, D&D is still a game that's played. But it's, it has less of a game feel and more of like a drama class or improv. Um, it's that kind of feel. Yeah. And so if that's not something that either A, comes naturally, or B is something that you really want to take part in. Yeah, the RP can be a lot more difficult. And yeah, I like once again, I love as uh, as a DM and as a listener uh, to things, the RP, like the combat is whatever. The combat is always going to be something really cool happens. There will be some crits, there will be some failures, there will be shit that happens. Like there's stuff that can happen. And with different systems that now I'm I'm looking at, such as like um, Matthew Colville's books that deal more with like warfare and um, that type of system, the battling, the combat can be a lot more interesting. But for me, the, the like the heart of it all has always been the RP. And yeah. so that's kind of like, that's the motivations behind why you're doing something are more interesting to me than what, when you get there, you will kill someone or that type of thing. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm decked out to the guns. I'm untouchable in combat. Is it is the game still fun? It certainly can be because some of the challenges can not be that. Um, and like, I'm gonna say, some of my most memorable moments in the game 
have been from good RP. Um, we had, we were stuck. I, I'm just gonna tell the story because it's that that, that actually that's actually perfect because I actually was gonna ask: was there a is there something like a specific memory or interaction that you that has stayed with you? Um, like, what is your favorite thing that has happened? So this is perfect. Go right ahead. A great segue. So. You know, again, group of university friends. Okay, we're all drinking beer around the table, um, stuck in this dungeon. Um, and it was just, uh, we call it a Mobius loop. You just, you always end up back, end up back at the start. Okay. It's freaking terrible. Um, the DM had a very sinister grin going. Anyway, so there were some levers to pull, and each one did something different. Um, the very first time the one guy pulled the lever, the DM just gives him a little smirk, says, roll a D100 for me. I shit you not, he rolled a two. And turned into a badger. <laughs> I love so, it. So it gets better now, because now we're like, well, now we have a badger friend. <laughs> and he's like trying to claw us because he's mad. So we would then grab both ends of his paws, wrap them around the lever again, and pull again, using the badger body as the lever puller. Okay. Well, the second time that we pulled the lever, again, the D100 came out. Uh, I forget what was rolled, but the end result was the badger is now blind. Okay, so now you have a mad blind <laughs> now badger. We have a, now we have a rabid blind badger. And then at this point, the wizard is like, well, I kind of feel bad about this, so we'll ever try and fix it. So he was like, all right, I I cast my uh, whatever spell it was at the time. I don't really remember. And DM's like, okay, roll a d20 for me. Of course, that one. Of course. Badger's eyes blow out. Of course. <laughs> Badger no longer is blind. No longer his eyes. Um... And at that point, we just kind of called it because we were laughing so hard. That's fair. Because <laughs> we couldn't focus on the fact that, you know, we had a badger that no one could see. Everyone just. Yeah, the. the kept, where, where, the, there's, where this was happening didn't matter. It was the fact of what just happened. Yeah. Everyone popped another beer and that we just had an excellent chuckle about the entire thing. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, and like if you, out of all the combat encounters I've ever been in, I, there's like one other memorable one that even comes close. So like, you get moments of gold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean that. <laughs> that's uh, that's great. Actually, I really like that. Well, um. Thanks so much for taking time out of your uh, evening. Once again, thank you everyone for listening. This uh, this is once again our season two content. So I'm, I've got a, I've got a lot more interviews to do, and I've been lazy about it. Um, but thank you so much for uh, your time, Justin. 
and we look forward to and sorry for those of you that perhaps don't know don't recognize that voice because he's he does a very good job of staying in character usually um he is the player of grawl and zara and we're looking forward to seeing some more stuff out of him and uh we've got some more episodes that are be, be coming out later this week so everyone stay tuned and thanks for listening to welcome to nalk